left home just now for the first time today. Taking a walk in the cold winter air. It's cold, but it's alright. It's already dark. It's funny how like uh, early night comes. It's a bit crazy. It's a lot more sunny in summer. Probably 10 p.m. You know. So yeah, I don't know if I mentioned I did this. Uh, so I went to Iserlohn and I came back. Iserlohn was awesome. A lot of things happened, or nothing at all, whichever case you want to look at. But I am COVID positive for the third time, baby. Amazing stuff. Uh, yeah. Whew, a lot of feelings, you know. I'm a sensitive guy. A lot of feelings. <laughs> Yeah, last week there was a few things that happened that I thought were cool. It's like how I, I had two wet creams last week, just to overshare a bit of information. And I don't know why I had them, but one of them was in this like weird dream where I was going to a church that uh, the priest of it was this homosexual, trans, uh, Israeli, Jewish, Christian dude. And... I don't know if I slept with his daughter or something, uh, who was a redhead, who was really hot. Uh, she reminds me a bit of a, about a dancer I made eye contact with at the dance studio that I go to. Uh, I, was, I, was, I took my place to dance, and she was leaving. And she just, like, you know, made eye contact with me longer than people usually make eye contact for. And I was just, like, standing there being all muscular and sexy like I am. So I think she looked like her, but I don't know. And then another wet dream on Saturday. And how did that wet dream go? I raped a woman, but I wasn't myself. I was a reorganized cyborg robot that still had a functioning robot cyborg penis and this woman who was trying to release me and I'm really I really think this in some alternate universe this was a comic book or something or maybe it already exists but uh, that's the vibe it gives me and she came to rescue me she came to rescue me and I would I woke up in this like parking lot kind of place and then I saw her and I just wanted to fuck her and I fucked her and then I wanted to kiss her and she kissed me back and that's like where I came but I'm sure like if I wanted to write this as a story it would follow you know two streams the one with her trying to save this robot and the one where like this robot is saved by her and then rapes her and then goes and does his other things but then I was in this tower and I was being chased by minions and there's like really fat, big, malformed creature walking on some stool-like thing. And they wanted to catch me and I was running away and I was like really high up in this, in this place that had a lot of different levels. So, funny stuff. Funny stuff. Dreams. Uh, 
what did I dream yesterday that I wrote down? I was with a group of girls in this sort of house or a spa, and I went inside of the shower, and one of them was there already. We're all naked. And all of a sudden, I'm in the, sh- in the spa with, like, six naked girls. And I was so, like, <laughs> like, I don't know how to be. I was literally, like, a five, I was literally, like, a three-year-old with his hand, you know, covering, covering his penis, and he's in the corner, and he's, like, just shy and doesn't know what to do. I was literally that. Although, like, I was still in my man body, and their, their bodies were gorgeous. And I didn't touch or do anything to them or anything. Although, like, the first impulse was to, with at least the first woman who was in the shower already, and I felt like that would have been completely okay, and with the other woman, would have been completely okay. But she came in with her sister, and then knowing her sister was there, I just held back. And then two more came in, and then I was in the shower with, like, five really hot women. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I was thinking, like, from the context of where we were at before getting into the shower, I think I, I think like it would have been okay to do something with them, as if that needs to be the goal at all. But uh, it's funny, like how I was that baby again, completely shy, completely blocked, completely incapable, completely insecure, uh, unable to move just because of the number of hot girls around me. And then the dream shifted, and I was in this place where a lot of bugs, golden bugs that were big, were attacking a building where people in it. And it reminded me of an old dream I had about like this festival that was happening in an arena that had multiple levels, and each level had um, myriad uh, multitude of different beasts. And... Uh, yeah, I'm sure there was so much more to remember, but I have the habit of writing my dreams down not as soon as I wake up, but right before I sleep. Tonight, the dream was a bit different. Tonight was when I woke up and the first thing I did was create a new tab in one of my story tabs called My Bride. And the dream was, and I put it on my whiteboard on top, My Bride in red, and I didn't look at it the rest of the day. But uh, I had the feeling like I should have just written it on the whiteboard, not in my story tab, because then it's still not manifest and it's still something that I can swim around in my thoughts with ideas uh, and whatnot. Uh, I was this, I was this, it's funny, like with dreams, like there's this part of us that's like I... uh, I was this redhead who had a son in an abandoned house. And I was, I don't know what I was doing. I just remember I was in this like platform kind of things. The rule was that my husband was trying to find me, but my husband was a malformed crow creature monster going from the top and around and moving. But I was his wife, and I had to do certain tasks before I saw him and we went like on our honeymoon or some shit. But I was always going back to his room 
where I kept telling myself I'm not allowed to. Uh, where I kept telling myself I can't keep going there for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, but I remember I found it. The corner to the left, um, next to this platform, then the eternal abyss was there, but I go to the door and I'm trying to unlock it and I can't, but oh, it's just that the doorknob, it's not the normal doorknob where you push it down, it's something that you pull up that's white and spherical. And then I'm always trying to open it with the lock, but then I realize, oh, I have to pull this white spherical thing up. And I do that, up, and then the door opens and I enter this like airy, magical elevator, Whoop. up, and I get into this uh, place where, I don't know how it looked every time, but one time it was literally a character creation screen where I could change how I looked as this woman, and then I changed the hair, and then it was red, but underneath it was blonde, and then the dress, and she's looking to the left, and I have like this character creation screen, really, in front of me. And then, uh, <laughs> really, I just don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't know where this comes from, you know? Like, what the fuck is all of this? And it makes me think about, makes me think about, um, uh, what's it called? Makes me think like maybe I'm seeing something Khalid in a different world was working on, you know? And he his job isn't to be a writer but a game developer, you know? And he's he wants to create this game called My Bride. And I'm like at a place where I can see that stuff and make stories out of it too. Maybe he can see some of the stuff that I do also. But I just don't know where this shit comes from. So at some point I was this woman holding onto the ledge of where that door was on the platform. It was next to a bigger, like, I don't know how to describe this, but like, wall, like the door was in front of me, to my right, there's a wall. And I would have to climb it, but I held on and looked with my eyes a bit further from the door, like a meter or two from the door. And I looked with my eyes up and I was seeing the crow beast monster going down jumping from a platform, going around, going up. Like, he knew I was there. But he wasn't coming to get me directly, you know? I could immediately enter the elevator and go. So he was just walking around there, like some uh, chasing monsters would in the game. And if I, like, went up, he would come and catch me or some shit. But that's, like, what I remember from that. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, what can I say? Like that's that's some dreams we have. I don't remember what like other dreams I had during the week or what, what I wanted to say from what happened in the week. Like at one point I went out and had a really, really nice walk, enjoying the air, enjoying the sky, enjoying that there's no sound. Such a beautiful place. I'm in front of a Bali spa that like traumatized me for like a month. Lain, Habibi! Kids, no, that's good. 
you know, all these people go inside and get naked. I remember like when I was I was with Philip when I went with Philip to uh to the spa in, in Hamburg. Uh at some point I was we were in this room where the guy was supposed to like come and find us and stuff in the sauna. So it was full, it was completely full. And then the guy came, he's like, sorry, the colleague who's supposed to do the fanning isn't here, but I'm just going to put the salt and the music and enjoy. So he did that and he left. And then Philip is like on the third level. I'm on the first level. I was feeling a bit sick at the time. He's like, uh, Khaled. I look at him like, yo, he's like, can you the door? I'm like, what? I go to the door. He wants me to pull the curtain. There's a curtain so that the light from the outside doesn't come. I'm like, okay, I do it. And then I say, oh, that's romantic. I sit down and I just look really, I just like, I had this like moment of clarity and I looked at everyone and I was just like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> we're all just strangers that are completely naked, sitting really tight, close to each other in a hot room, you know, and all I wanted, all I wanted was to say that, I just wanted to say like, guys, just like, do you just see that, you know, we're all just really naked and <laughs> sitting in a hot room? <laughs> Uh, and then I was just stayed quiet. That's like real, you know. That's like reality. You know, like however you look at it, it's very weird. Like, to any alien who would see that, it's just like oh, we like I look at I look at shows. I watch shows where they show you like depictions of aliens, like in Rick and Morty or Invincible. Invincible is a great show, and they show you like aliens sometimes, and it's like oh, like this or South Park. South Park did that really well. Like oh, they're sucking weird things from each other or I don't know and uh, it's like humans suck weird things from each other too and anyone outside looking at us is going to think oh like what are these meat bags uh, like why wouldn't it be an insect that yeah because they multiply like crazy right an insect body with a brain like ours because uh, they really are surviving how they're surviving. Um, they don't need to adapt like we need to. I don't know. So Invincible is great. I watched four episodes of it about two weeks ago. Uh, traveled a lot. Like I went to to Hamburg and now Iserlohn and now again next week hopefully to Leovaden and hopefully I don't have COVID anymore. Uh, I was supposed to see a girl I'm dating, Ricardo, uh, yesterday night. And I was supposed to see another girl I'm dating today. <laughs> and then I was supposed to see another girl I'm dating like on Friday or Saturday. And then COVID comes and I'm just like finding it funny, like how I over plan. Not that I would have minded to see uh uh, like the girl I'm dating today, like I wanted to have dinner with her and chill with her, it would have been lovely. But yeah, here I am. And yeah, it's just funny. So yeah, Invincible, four episodes, amazing writing, very character-based writing. I love character-based writing. Uh, just great, great superhero stuff. And then uh, watched it at Philips TV. Uh which is like an E-L-E-D or O-L-E-D screen. But then, like, there's just this one thing he said in mor on the last morning I was there on Sunday, we were making shakes together. And 
he, I don't know what I said or what he said, but he said just something about Putin or Russia or or something so Philip, like he has his own information, his own perspective, his own everything, and it's very deep in his, his own things that he likes. And then, bam, he threw a sentence where I was like, this is a sentence from a character. And I forgot it immediately. I smiled and loved it. And then a few minutes later, I forgot it, asked him about it. And then that was like the burning question all day in my head. And it just hurt. Uh, I was just suffering, not remembering it. But I slept like garbage that night, actually. Like absolute trash. Uh, he was very, very accommodating guy. Very great in so many ways. Uh, let me do a lot of everything that I wanted without like being he was very flexible you know i'm also like open to what he needed but like he was as a guest as i was his guest he was just like anything that i when we were making the shakes i decided what goes in from the ingredients that he had and 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 it was all really really great uh here we had uh, lunch together i paid that we had fish and then we started talking about uh, his relationship with his ex-girlfriend, they broke up uh, like not too long ago, two months ago, uh, two days after he visited me in Berlin, actually. But he was started fucking crying in, uh, while we were eating the fish, and not like the crying, where it's like, oh my god, oh no. It was the, man, I learned so much, I gave her everything from my heart, you know, when you put everything from yourself so honestly and authentically in a relationship and you see that something like that is even possible and uh, he was just started tearing up and it, it was so human it was so masculine in such a healthy way and he was asking me about therapy and how I started therapy and how he could find it too and 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 I was just so impressed man I was so impressed by this guy uh, my credit card fell out of my jacket put it back where anyhow yeah so that's just such, such a lovely thing uh Iserlon was nice but it wasn't as nice as back in in like September in September it was was fucking nice you know and uh in September it was actually incredible I don't know what's the what was so different this time but I couldn't talk to my aunt the way I'm used to talking to my aunt, you know, like she was just so much more quickly agitated and attacking and instead of just like listening immediately and telling me what I should do or how I should be or like being very, I don't know, not always, of course, but more than not, more than most times. And it's just like the, pe- the, 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 the woman I'm seeing right now, they're all incredible listeners. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not. It's not like I was just like talking twenty four seven, but like when I say something, I can really say it, and I can really reach its conclusion, and I can, and we have a dialogue, and it's so much, so so interesting and good to have that kind of back and forth with someone in that healthy way. But like a conversation with my mom, it's like, oh, that's bad. And then comes immediately the explanation of how I should be and how I should do it. And I, I'm so resistant to that. Like, 
and like same with my aunt my aunt um, does it in her own way but like the way my mom does it just triggers me like crazy so uh, like my mom anything that happens oh Khalid you need to be like this you need to be like that this is how you should think about it and this is how things are and then she just explains and explains and explains and tiniest details everything and I'm just like mom I can't keep doing this I can't keep listening to to your hurt and your pain and to all of that and it's just a lot it's just a lot and it's like uh, a few a few things are happening here like emotionally uh A few things are happening here emotionally. I sent mom a very long, longest voice messages I recorded in my life. Like I reached the limits of how long a voice message can be uh, twice. And I was just telling her everything that I thought was wrong with her that I hated throughout my life. And I'm shouting in Arabic like at some point. It's like, you know, like I we I spoke to her about pops yesterday and at the end like Baba triggered me like crazy and I was triggered and I responded but I immediately like tried to make it good again and like step step a few steps back uh, and uh, yeah I uh, stepped a few steps back And then mom, mom was trying to explain to me, mom was trying to explain to me with a voice note. Then after, like she called me and started explaining to me how I need to be. And then explaining to me like how, but my dad had like this, uh, my dad has like this pipe in his penis so that the pee in his bladder can come out. And then, Uh, and then how the pee couldn't come out because there's fungus growing in his bladder that blocked the, the way and there was after they cleared that up there was more fungus blocked away and I'm just like mom just just why are you explaining this to me like don't don't explain this to me like I can't uh, <laughs> I just can't I have this image of my dad and my brain like this really hurt big big machine and I've had this dream before like my dad was this malformed killing machine was coming to kill me and I was so angry at it at him and I remember like being in, being in Jordan being in, uh, uh, in uh, Amman and like I don't, I don't see my dad for like a year and then I see him I'm like oh this guy can't move. Uh, he can't like I tell him, "Oh, work out, I'll take care of you." But he can't. He can't. He can barely stand up. And he goes to shit, and he's like shaking, and and there's a fucking pipe out of his penis that carries his pee and all these things, and he still acts like he has so much pride, you know. Or he acts like he knows what's up, you know, and it's like, it's just like, it's like killing me. It's like, 
I sent him this message about how it's important to to not block yourself and and and, and lie or, or some shit about who you are. And then I asked him like, did you did you read it? And he's like, I don't I don't I don't waste my time on this useless stuff <laughs> or something like that. Uh, he's like, I always send you videos, you never watch them, so why would I read anything? I'm like, but did you read it? He's like, maybe, maybe, but you have your way of seeing the world, I have my way of seeing the world, and uh, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to pay for your physiotherapy, and I'm like a little kid, like completely a little kid playing a little kid game, what did I imagine would happen, you know? So, yeah, that was... Uh, that was fucked. Uh, so yeah, imagine when I sent like an hour of voice notes to my mom, just telling her like, yeah, like when you were, when I was young and you did this and I, you did, I did that and how like, and I was telling you, mom, just fucking stop waking me up every morning to pray. And you still kept fucking waking me up and you didn't leave me in my brain. I was 16 years old. And for two years, every day at 4 a.m. And you didn't, you just came in, told me get up and got out. What did you think that I was going to accomplish? You didn't listen to me when I told you to stop. Ah, blah, 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 blah. And then like another example how she also didn't tell, listen to me when I told her to stop and, and, and. So it was just uh, completely like, bam, you know, I was uh, like going hard on like every pattern that I don't like in herself. It's also like in one way or another in me, because she's my mom, you know. Uh, and like I'm trying, to, I'm trying to shed shed these layers very strong, and then I deal with her, think about her, and I see them so clearly, uh, and, and not, and then someone that's okay with them being there, you know, and they're okay with the movie they're constantly going through in their heads in one way or another. And, uh, and, and then it's like, it kills me. Like, I love, I love my mom. Like there's, but I feel so like in this, I was also screaming this, like, I feel so much responsibility to how you are. I feel so much responsibility to your feelings. I feel so shit because I always don't have the space in me to keep accepting your feelings, mom. And then you blame me on top of that for not being able to accept them for not being able to accept your feelings. And uh, I, can, I can't keep taking your feelings and, and you keep repeating them and repeating them and repeating them. And it doesn't stop. And you think your sons need to be there to to accept your feelings and I can't accept your feelings in that way. And, 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 and. So it's very tough. Staring at an old guy in this architecture firm that I know, doing his work. So nice, the lights and everything here. Yeah, such a magical place. So glad I got to enter it. Oh, these are awesome. These are awesome. Okay.
Das ging gerade los, weil erstmal wieder auf Arbeit ist. Yeah, like I went really hard, and then she listened to them later on, and I was just telling her like, you always, like you're always poking indirectly, and then if people don't get it, you get really angry, and then once you get angry, you take everything back and you try to make the situation good, and 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 and, and all these like nice guy things, you know, also this nice woman, she's such a nice woman. And she thinks like it's so important that we are all nice and then holding back her rage and stuff. But then she like listened to I don't know how much of it, but she's like, Khaled, I don't deserve all I don't deserve all of this. I can't listen to anymore. I'm sorry you have all this anger in you. I hope you figure out how to how to fix it. Uh I'm sorry that I did so wrong with you growing up that's like the one that hurts the most uh talk to me when you feel like your heart is open again take care that was also something i was telling her like you always keep trying to like get some kind of emotional response from me or you want to get like some some kind of something from me that i can't give you you know but uh the most honest thing that i could give was like me shouting for an hour about all the hurt that I'm feeling in, in whatever sense that I feel like are always coming from this person. Because, like, it does fucking hurt, you know, when, you're, when your mom is constantly telling you how you need to be religious since you could remember, uh, how she keeps telling you how you need to get uh, a book. She kept saying, I need to get the approval of my dad so God can be accepting of me. And I'm just like... You know, like for the last three weeks, she's just sending me messages saying like, oh, I told Baba that the medicine that we bought is from the money you sent to us. Oh, I told Baba that you sent us this much. Oh, I keep telling Baba how good of a son you are and how much you ask about him and miss him. And and, and then she calls me and then she puts Baba on the phone so that he can say, Allah yarda alayk. And then, but like to me, to me, it's like it's it's a movie you're playing. And you're making it seem like it's so important for my dad to tell me this. He doesn't need to tell me anything. He, if he if he cares, if he likes me, amazing. If he wants to call me, he can call me. If he wants to just have a conversation with me, he can have a conversation with me. But but no, if he wants to anni, uh, approve of me, then he can do that in his in his own. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear it from him so that it's legit. And that it's fine, you know. So, so that's just like a lot of what. The, so I was just like, "Mom, you for the like you're planting this idea that it's really important that this guy approves of me, and I don't care if he approves of me. Like, Mom, what the hell, you know? You're just always like pushing these ideas as if they're so important and they're not. <coughs> oh God, cool, that's fucked, man. Uh, so like yeah, I went batshit to be honest, and hope this person doesn't get sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
I don't know if I had more points I wanted to say at Khalto's. Um, Muhammad and I did, uh, I, I did about a thousand push-ups in a week, basically. So I did, uh, I arrived on Sunday or Saturday. I don't know if we started on Saturday, but we did like a hundred push-ups and then 110, 120, 130, 140. Like every day you do a hundred and you top, you top it up by 10 from the last day. So by the end, the last day I was heading home was Sunday. I did 170 push-ups that day. And uh, yesterday I just couldn't do 180. I just really couldn't. I was sick. I did 60. Uh, and today I didn't do a single one. So I think I'll take a break uh, this week. And then start it again like from 150. And then go again and see how long I go until I can. And then see how long I stop and then take a break for a bit. <laughs> but like I was doing at some point, you know, tw- like 30, I, would, I did 25 push-ups and then 30 and then 30 and then 25 uh, or some shit. Like you had to up your number of push-ups so that you can actually get through them in the day. So it was just a great, great exercise overall. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of things uh, emotionally whirling and twirling in me, as always, that I'm trying to like make sense of. Uh, both housemates, two housemates left the apartment. Uh, so now it's like a different phase, I guess, of who's uh, in the apartment and how it's like, uh, all of that. <sighs> yeah, what can I say? I'm reading a German book and that's really helping me again I found I just like the style of how she writes so it's at a level that I like and the story is intriguing it's a thriller criminal investigation with a bit of amnesia thrown in Uh, and the pacing is great actually with the information playing off of each other really well the descriptions and writing are really good uh yeah. Exchanged some messages today with my boss about his favorite movies and series. That's funny. Florida Man. I watched Florida Man <coughs> The Last Days. It's such a good series. It's such a good series. Uh, such a good show. It's just funny. It has action. It has like every character has a very, very strong desire. Uh, they're trying to find gold in this like fucking sinkhole and yeah and uh... it's so funny it's so funny every single thing that this show brings up has a plot use in one way or another Every every single thing really uh, like they bring up uh, a gun it's going to be used you know it's like it's really like that and it's just so good every character every single character has a use every like every single character is, is used really well there's no there's not a single character that just came just because they're there and every character 
came and there was a story from this character. Like it's a very, like maybe one character that just like said something, but that wasn't like, you didn't see him again, you know? But the rest were all like very important. Okay, I'm back home, that was it. P